rise and shine, Pinchers. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Pinch. I'm your host, Connie Wang. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear today's Chief Complaints episode. I interviewed Lauren, actually, for a full episode. We recorded a whole episode together. She used to work as a retail pharmacist, and now she works in healthcare tech, and she helps other healthcare professionals dip into tech. So if you are a clinician, someone that's working in a clinical role and thinking about working in a non-clinical role, changing to work for healthcare tech, interested in working in a remote healthcare job, that full episode is for you. Now, today's episode, we are answering a very special chief complaint for someone that wants to do the same, to go from the field of pharmacy and into the world of healthcare tech. So I thought she would be perfect for this. We talk all about resumes, CVs, how to craft the perfect application to land that job of your dreams. If you guys like what you heard today, get excited because I have a full episode with her coming very soon. So think of this more as a little teaser trailer clip for what is to come. So without further ado, time for Chief Complaints. Hit it, editing Connie. Alrighty, you guys, so I'm so excited. I have Lauren here with me. So we actually just recorded a full episode with Lauren all about working in health tech, changing to a remote job, how to find your dream health tech job. And so I thought she would be perfect to help me answer this week's chief complaint from one of our pinchers. So the chief complaint is, I'm trying to find a new job. I've been working as a retail pharmacist for years and I'm burnt out and looking for a possibly preferably remote position that'll give me more work-life balance and help me feel in control of my life again. It's just exhausting to keep applying to jobs after work when I never hear back. So what would you say, Lauren, is the first step to helping this person that's really stuck in that loop of applying for jobs and feeling frustrated but trying to find their way out? The first thing that I tend to ask is whether they're applying with a CV or a resume. This Ooh, is Oh, okay, yeah, let's go into that. <laughs> yeah. This is a common mistake that I've seen on the hiring side. People on in tech don't know really what to do with a CV. They don't have a lot of time. They're like, "Why is this person giving me this 10-page document and why do I need to know about this class <laughs> that they took?" Like it's the it's confusing. <laughs> um yeah, so, I'm sure. It's hard to sort of part with that clinical background. And especially when working in tech is new to you, it's hard to pick out the pieces that you think are going to be the most relevant. But I highly encourage people to pare their CV down and make it more of a traditional resume that's a page or two that is actually consumable by the person who's going to be reading it. Um, because these these roles are highly competitive, right? If you search pharmacist and you search remote, everybody who wants a remote pharmacist job is doing that same search and they're all applying, which means mm-hmm. thousands of applications. You want yours to at least get read. And if some of the most important parts or the most relevant parts are buried on page six of your CV, it's never going to get seen. That's step one. Mm. What do you think is something that when you're looking at resumes, so I know that you actually review resumes, when you're reviewing a resume, what's something that jumps out where you're like, okay, this was really good? And then what's something that jumps out where you're like, ah, like we should rephrase this or say this a different way? Hmm. I still find that most of the resumes that I review for clinicians, their experience is just listed as a list of responsibilities that they had, what they did. Mm. And that is helpful to build context for people that may be reading it and don't know what that, you know, what a pharmacist does. Um, because it is very true that a lot of people do not know really what pharmacists do aside from put a label on a box or bottle and, and give it to them at their local pharmacy. Right. Um, but um, 
I think building the, the context around how that then translates is the part that's missing from a lot of people's uh, resumes that I review. So you, it is your responsibility to connect the dots for the person who is looking at your resume, whether that be the recruiter or the hiring manager. They're not going to be able to look at your job as a clinician and immediately make the connection. Like, oh, yes, they have this background. They can totally do this. If you're applying for a non-traditional role, as an example, you need to connect the dots about why you think your skills transfer. So in this particular complaint, if this person is looking to um, transition into a clinical role, yes, describing what you did in a clinical position is helpful because you'll still be using those clinical skills. But you then need to build the context for them around why your specific experience is good for their specific company, which people don't love hearing. I'm definitely an advocate of tweaking your resume a little bit for every job that you're applying to. Mm -hmm. As an example, a lot of health tech companies are much more niche than what people are dealing with largely, especially if you're you know, in primary care or you're a community pharmacist, you're dealing with a whole lot of different types of issues. Whereas, um, you know, a health tech company may solely focus on diabetes. So if you're a pharmacist applying to a clinical role at a company that deals with diabetes, then your resume needs to be focused on relevant diabetic information um, that they're going to be able to sort of, you know, connect the dots on, as opposed to just like a blanket statement of here are all the responsibilities that I had. Are there resources out there for someone to say, like, we don't want to just say like they like led this group or spearheaded this group. Like, how do you find the right verbiage or the right descriptors to really like emphasize in a positive way what you've done? Honestly, uh, there are a lot of resources if you just Google like what are strong resume verbs that will Mm. give you a good start. Because, yeah, there's a lot of like assist or helped, which are not strong words to be using. Um, So, yeah, there's some really good resources out there um, on that. And secondly, um, I know we talked a little bit about AI in our full episode. I highly recommend that clinicians start using um, AI in sort of their day-to-day. Like, yes, it may be scary to apply it to healthcare right now, but think about using it in your job search or planning your family's meal menu for the week. Apply it in some like non-scary ways. So you could actually um, paste your resume into something like a chat GPT and ask it Mm -hmm. to make rewrite the resume with stronger action verbs or with, uh, you know, more quantifiable bullet points, um, things that actually include numbers or impact scores, things like that. Um, And so highly recommend using AI to your advantage here. Oh, that is so helpful. So we want more stronger verbiage and then also quantifiable things. That is so helpful. 100%. What about in terms of crafting the perfect cover letter? Also use AI. I think... (laughs) I think it's great to have like a base cover letter. Um, this is, mm. you know, this, I, the jury's still out on whether or not recruiters re- read cover letters. I personally. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I like to think that in a market like this, you need to, regardless of whether or not they're going to read it, you kind of need to do everything that you can to make sure mm. that you're doing 100%. This is not the type of job market that we're in right now where you have the luxury of being able to just like 
kind of half-assed it, if you will. Um, Mm -hmm. So for me, it's nice to have sort of a base cover letter where I am telling my story. This is the chance where you can freeform and connect the dots very clearly for recruiters about why you are the right candidate. That means also then taking that base uh, cover letter and putting that into a chat GPT or a BARD as well and um, tweaking it for the specific role. You know, making sure that, of course, you're removing old company names. Uh, You're like really making sure you're tweaking it for everything. (laughs) Um, And you're also really tweaking it to their use case. Um, So back to the diabetes piece, like if there's a way that you can speak to that, make sure that they know that you've done your research about what they're all about and how you think you can fit in. That's what the cover letter is all about, really telling your story. Now, do you have any recommendations for this person? It sounds like, and you've had experience with this too, working as a retail pharmacist and being so burnt out. How do you really like find that time in your day when you come home exhausted after like your millionth 12-hour shift? How do you find that energy and that time and that space to just keep applying for these jobs? It's a good point. Um, Job searching can feel like its own second job. Job. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it really can. Um, And I was recently on the job market, so I totally understand. Um, But Mm. what I can say is that networking will really reduce the amount of time that you spend doing physical applications. You, the more people that you talk to and tell that this is the type of thing that you're looking for, the more opportunities will start coming to you. So I, as, as important as it is to actually get those applications out, it's also just as important to set a goal. Maybe it's something small. It's one person a day or three people a week that you set a goal that you're going to connect with on LinkedIn or another, you know, a friend that you know that works at a a health tech company. You haven't talked to them in years, right? Making actual connections with people is, should be also a part of your process And hopefully over time, that cuts down on the number of applications that you have to send in. Also, I mean, using things like LinkedIn and using Easy Apply, they make it easier. Um, But certainly, if you're going to take an approach like I recommend, where you're tweaking your resume for each job, it can be really exhausting. So I highly recommend that people really focus on a couple of target companies even understanding that it might be a bit more of a long game, it might take longer, mm-hmm. but it's a more targeted approach versus blanket applying with to everywhere with one application that's the same for everyone. Over time, the first approach is going to be much better, much more targeted, um, less likely to to burn you out, and you're building relationships along the way. Um, so you're hearing from people, you're hearing feedback versus the other approach where you just are getting ghosted, you're hearing nothing, you're getting mm. imposter syndrome, even worse. You think clearly this isn't for me when really it's like there's just thousands of people, maybe they never saw yours. So use the targeted approach, follow up with your applications, make sure that you're contacting them after you've sent them in. Maybe wait a week and say, hey, just like checking on the status um, or really interested in this is there, could we, could we take 15 minutes to talk about the role a bit more in depth, whether that be to the hiring manager or the recruiter, anything you can do to actually get your resume to the top of the stack is, 
is worth your time. Oh, I love that. That is so helpful. I think this is really going to help this picture out. And if you guys are interested, you guys definitely check out our full episode. We talk more about using AI, optimizing your LinkedIn profile, looking at different keywords when we're looking for jobs. So thank you so much, Lauren, for your time. Leave everyone your information where they can find you and where they can reach out to you. Yeah, reach out to me on Instagram or TikTok at heyhealthtech. Um, also, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Lauren Curtis, PharmD. Um, also, I know I mentioned in this this episode that I do resume reviews. You will not find a link to that anywhere on my social media channels. But if you message me via DM, we can talk about doing a resume review. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for you guys to hear both now this and our full episode coming out. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.